and welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. I want you guys to give a warm welcome to King. Thank Lindo. you, thank you, Deal, for having me on the on the podcast. I really appreciate that. Thank bro. you, thank you for for joining me, man. Um, yeah. How the hell are you? Good, man. I'm just uh, building, man. I'm a new father. Things going oh, on. Congrats, so. congrats. Yes, thank you, man. I see your your father as well. So yes. congratulations on being. That's a blessing. It's a blessing. I, yes, yes. I'm learning that every single day now. <laughs> so I, um, I feel that, man. I feel that. I feel yeah. that. How how how? If you don't mind me asking, how old or how she, many months? She's nine, eight months. Going to be nine months. Wow. Uh, at the end of this month. The first and, one. Yeah, it's my first one. That's beautiful. Thirty six. I was thirty. Yeah, thirty. Yeah, I was 30, 35 when I had her. So yeah, so the, started a little late, but um, it's good. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. I have it's brothers, good. man. One one had had his kids at nineteen. The other one I had him at forty. I was like, I'm gonna just go somewhere in the middle, somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. Uh, God yeah. bless. God bless. Yeah. Uh, so what's up? But I see you. You got your new logo. Your gaming. What's going on, man? Yeah, I uh. I, you know, I'm sitting home. I'm, 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 I believe deep in my heart. I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always been in sales, uh, type of mindset and, uh, I've, uh, been building things, but the one flaw of mine has been gaming. I'm, I love gaming. You know, I like gaming. I like, uh, it distracts me sometimes. And with this new world of technology that we're in, man, I just looked at it one day and, uh, we went over to my fiance's grandmother's house. I saw um, a costume crown at the house. There was a there was a king crown hanging on the coat rack, and I was like, "Oh, you know." I was like, "That's it. I'm just king neat." Like I was always neat or wasted. That was my thing. I went by that name, and then I was just like, "You know what? I'm king neat. That's it. I'm gonna make king neat a gaming uh, phenomenon. I'm gonna just get wild mm. with this." Yeah, and. Uh, you know, now I have a different outlook too with having a daughter. I want to be home more. I want to, uh, you know, I live in Philadelphia, not the uh, nice. safest city in America. You know, facts, facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, people get killed for just going to the gas station <laughs> in this mm. in this world now. I feel that, bro. You know, so it's like, hey, let me uh, use my brain. Let me use my hustle and 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 create something that's real and as i'm learning and learning more about it it's crazy man like i never realized all these people that you see on twitch and youtube all of them are actually legit businesses like all of them are either an llc or an inc um they're all incorporated um it's a tax deductible write-off as well i mean if you're really pursuing it wow i did not know that yeah so i mean um i was digging i was just digging Staying up to three o'clock in the morning, reading articles when I got work at eight in the morning, you know, uh, once I start thinking about something, that's how I usually get. I usually get obsessed with it. And I think that's a good thing. I, I, I learned that from uh, some people can say, you know, hey, you got to balance it. But yeah, you do. But we're young. We're, I still believe we're young. I know we, we're, we're, you're in your 30s, right? Mm-hmm. You? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm 36. I mean, I still believe we're young. We're only getting we're still young. We're still yeah. young. That's a, so, the thirties is the new twenties, right? Yeah, we can hustle in our thirties, man. And I, uh, I'm just like, listen, I'm I stay up late now. I stay up late now so I can rest later, you know. I feel that. I feel that. But um, 
Yeah. So I, I, know. I took a lot of what I learned from the business. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm in sales. I've been in sales for about eight, nine years. I wish I got into it much younger, but um, I discovered it later on and uh, been in sales for about eight, nine years. And I learned a lot. And now I'm infusing that with my my gaming uh, Boom. love, you know. What uh, what 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 type of sales you're in? Right now, it's uh, business to business. I'm in uh, the tire industry, so we work in the tire industry. Uh, sell tires to mechanics, mechanic shops. Uh, you know, even some of the big vendors. We do commercial accounts as well, but I'm more of like a residential, smaller accounts, smaller business. Which you know, later on, as, as let's see how long I'm. I'm in, in this industry. I want to be in it as long as I can, if I can capitalize. Um, 100%, but, yeah. But I want to also build my own business at the same time. So, um, but I can see it going into commercial. I was always a big solar supporter. Um, I actually connected with you through one of my customers. I used to sell uh, Jeeps at uh, Remontol. So shout out to Nick Espinosa. Shout out to Nick, my man. There yeah, you go. He, um, he came in and got a Durango from me a while back. But you saw the Durango? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. He, he loves he, that he, truck. Yeah, yeah. Now it had a um, it had a bullet hole in it. I don't know if he saw that in, in, in <laughs> when it came, but it was a nice truck. It was a nice truck. They got it from an auction. They didn't even know. The dealership didn't know. Wow. And then when we had it in the cleaning in the bay, I was like, "Yo, there's a freaking bullet hole on this thing." It's a discount, I can imagine, right? Yeah, yeah. No, he got it at good. He got it a good price. I was young in in the in the car sales at that time too, but one thing he he actually put me onto was stocks. I was I was already looking into some stocks, and he told me to buy um, Ethereum. Ethereum was only like fifty eight dollars a share at the time, mm. and I'm like. Oh, I was like, it's going up. It kept going up a little bit, a little bit, right? It kept going up. And I'm like, I'm going to wait till it drops back down again. Mm-hmm. But in that, at that point, it was I just never. already on the incline. Like, he was like, bro, you got to get it now. I called him like a week later. I'm like, it's 120 bucks. He's like, buy it. I'm like, I'm going to just wait till it gets in the two digits again. Never happened. But slowly but shortly, we got one Ethereum. Me and my fiance bought one um didn't make as big as of a profit as we could have because we bought it late in pieces we bought yeah. it like in pieces but yeah he, he's a, he'd be very keen to the uh yeah he's very stock, he's stocks. very he's very intellectual i love that I, I love that about him um the stocks is a tricky thing like it's just like i've always i own a couple of stocks not as much as i would want to because yeah. i'm 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 a like I go down the rabbit hole sometimes. Like I have to, I have to find something that's like just got in. That's very yeah, low. Yeah, yeah. So I could buy, you know, large quantities yeah. of it, but it's just, it's, there's so much information out there that sometimes you just get lost. Yeah. And it, oh. and it's really, and it was crazy. It's that it's so much information out there. That's hard to find what you're trying to invest in. Yeah. At least for me. No, 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 it is. I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I, I'm not invested in, in many of them. Like they do say, you know, don't put your eggs in all in one basket, but I'm a, I'm a firm believer of, of, of Doge. I think it's going to come back eventually, you know, um, I think it's coming back, man. Just cause like you can sit on something crypto. I mean, Bitcoin was horribly low, man. 
that was another opportunity I had. Somebody on Facebook came to me, reached out to me. I was looking for groups that were like, you know, I was trying mm-hmm. to get into like entrepreneurial mindset. And I found some different groups. And this guy started pitching crypto uh, Bitcoin to me. It was $500 a coin at the time. He was like, bro, you don't understand how serious this is going to be. He's like, you should buy it right now. And I had the money. I was investing. I ended up investing into a multi-level marketing group group Mm -hmm. that I never made any money with. Um, So I should have bought the coin. But like three months later, it ended up going up to like 26K. Wow. Yeah. So I was, so those are two events that I missed out on. I'm sitting on my doge. I'm a firm holder, man. I got diamond diamond hands on it. I got, I got some (laughs) doge. I got some doge. Not a lot, but I got, I got some. Yeah. Um, We'll see with that. We'll see with that because it's it's like, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm not a firm believer in like, especially crypto. It's just, it's just like, there's a lot of shit going on around and where like people are getting apprehended because uh, a lot of, uh, what do you call those? Like, uh, what's the fucking name? Um, they're getting caught mm-hmm. like for fraud. Yeah. Uh, a lot, especially famous people on it. So like, uh, it, it's, you know, it's, it's still up in the air for me. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, I mean, sit listen, down if, down on that hill. If 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 you can buy a basketball ticket with Dogecoin, and you can buy from from hundreds of stores online, they know something ahead of time. Just like Fifty Fifty Cent accepted Bitcoin for his album sales on Curtis mm-hmm. before Bitcoin was anything. You know what I mean? I yeah, but Curtis didn't make that much money. No, nah, he but he kept but I don't know mm-hmm. how long he kept them for, but if mm-hmm. he kept those ones from the Curtis albums, I mean yeah. those but the, it's, Bitcoin it's, at that time was like what yeah. Like, it was in like cents. It was, know? yeah, yeah. But the thing about that is if you start creating your own network, right? You take ten yeah. people, take five or ten people, and you exchange, right, within you guys, mm-hmm. it, it becomes valuable. And then yeah. now slowly you get one, another one, and another one, and another one, and another one. So you get a hundred. Yeah. And start and start cha- inter, inter, uh, changing, you know, sharing Bitcoin or whatever cryptocurrency. You start creating your now your own organization within cryptocurrency. Yeah, so yeah. like, you know, if 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 let's say a, a cars dealer, because uh, you, you're in sales, right? Uh, started yeah. his own thing of cryptocurrency, right? He's been he's been doing that for years now. So he 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 created essentially his own demographic. So mm. something slowly you gotta you gotta upbuild. Yeah. Uh, but still, you know, I don't I, I don't trust nothing I can't touch. No, I hear you. I mean, sometimes we just gotta be optimistic as as as, as you know in in and sometimes you lose. Sometimes mm-hmm. you do lose. Everybody that wins like re- that has won big. Has lost a lot, you know. Yes. What I mean? Facts. So, I'm not a, I'm, you know, I've I've made thousand dollar investments where I've lost, and like I just shake it off, like you know what I mean. Like I'm not rich, but I I know that's what it takes in order for me to get where I want to get. So it's like 100. I'm very yes. optimistic about it. Where I'm just like, all right, well, I took that, lo- I took that out, and I'll learn from it. I don't look at it like hell because if it's a thousand dollars and it taught me something. Where I'm trying to go, a thousand dollars isn't going to do much for me anyway. So that thousand dollars just taught me something more valuable, and I and I think it's worth more more than that thousand. You know, I feel I feel that's definitely less than you going to a college. 
Yeah, and, and paying a tuition for all class, you know, a bunch of classes you don't really need. Yeah, but yeah. Listen, I almost went to. Uh, I, I was almost in that trap. I, I got in trouble, right? And um, when it, when I was young, I was nineteen. I got caught with um half pound of weed or something like that, and mm. you know, dumb shit, little shit. Back then, weed wasn't so widely accepted as it is now. I know your state. Is a big supporter of uh, yeah, even Mary Ka- Jane now. Yeah, <laughs> so Man, like, and it, um, what crazy is like New Jersey is a, diff- it's a difficult state. Yeah, it's yeah. A difficult when it state. comes to other, when it comes to other laws and stuff, you guys are tough on certain things. And then yeah, but it um, I, I got into a law firm at the time. Uh, my 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 brother got me in the mail room of the law firm because he he had past trouble too when he was younger, you know, and then he went and he, and he became a paralegal as he got older. And he was like, listen, man, I'll get you in the mail room, see what you want to do there. Um, so I started making a salary, like what, you know, what they teach you out of school. And I'm like, I was making like, this is back in early two thousands. I mean, I was making like what 30 K and, and I thought it was a lot. Like I never heard, you know I mean? I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, I'll make 30 K and then, I'm seeing every year you only get like a $900 raise and $800 raise. And I'm like, what the, like, I'm thinking, I'm like, what the fuck is $800? If I break it up over 52 weeks, like what, what is that? You know what I mean? Like what, what am I really. After and before taxes. Yeah. Like what, what, what is going on here? I was like, is this the trap that I'm in? And then all the older people that I was working with were like, look, man, I've been doing this shit for 40 years. You They were like, do something, man. Don't do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be a lawyer, you know. I um could have could have went to school to be a lawyer if I wanted to. Like that, the, the, the firm would have paid for it, but I just didn't see myself being a lawyer. I uh, I was always like an art artsy person, so I um I was making music at the time. I always liked making music. I uh, used to rap a lot. Me and, and me and two of my boys from high school used to make mixtapes and stuff. We got in the studios. And um, yeah, shout out well, since we're talking about that. Shout out to the Hit Room NYC. It's a studio in in uh, Ridgewood, Queens, right on the borderline of Bushwick, Ooh. Brooklyn, and Ridgewood, Queens. He's a diamond in the rough. Uh, he's engineer producer Rezon. Guy's very clean man, and he only charges like twenty five dollars an hour. It's crazy what wow. he does for you. You know what I mean? It's um, he's got great clientele. I mean, I know back in the day he had like. Max B was there. Fabulous was there before he got like, you know, in trouble and stuff like that. He had some celebrities pop up every once in a while, but um, yeah, man, he's got a, a strong customer base, but if anyone is looking at this and is in music, definitely pull out the hit room studio NYC. If you're in that area. Um, but yeah, I, I started getting connected with like, the lawyers. So then I started looking at the lawyers that in a different light. I was like, let me see if I can get connected with them because they had a lot of famous clients. Like um, J-Lo was a client. 50 Cent was a client. Mm. And I got cool with one of the partners, um, one of the lawyers there. And I gave him a mixtape. I gave him a CD. I was on a few mixtapes. I was on a, was actually on a Who Kid mixtape back in the day too, nice. when Who Kid was big. And uh I had one of my friends call me from Florida. He bought my CD down in Florida. He was like, yo, you want to you wanna mixtape, bro? And I was out there in, you know, Times Square selling mixtapes. 
um, selling cigarettes too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I uh, I got connected, and I was 23 years old, man. I I, I got connected with a representative from Universal Music Group. And they offered me an internship at uh, Universal, but I had to go out to Cali with no mm-hmm. job, no money. And I was like too ego. Like I was young. I was like really cocky at the time. I'm like, nah, I ain't no ghostwriter. I'm a, I'm the star. I'm going to do this on my own. I don't need that, you know. And uh, I didn't know anything about marketing. I didn't know anything about business. I was very blind to all that. I just liked making music. Get me in the studio. I liked making music. But I, I was very ignorant to what everything else is nowadays these young kids they know everything man. they got their name trademark they got they got everything set up you know the internet mm-hmm. is taken over and made everyone an entrepreneur if you if you really want to be one it's all there for you to access you know 100 percent. and um yeah the, so like that wasn't working out i was there five years man time was flying by and i was like getting these little raises and i was like i need to make something on myself People don't even say hi to me. Like, I I say hi to everybody in the hallway. Some people just ignore me in the hallway. I'm like, I wasn't like that. Like, I always was, like, I like being embraced. I like embracing others, too. You know what I'm saying? So, like, in school, I was always hanging out with everybody. I was cool with everyone. And I was just like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to go get some recognition. And uh, I started getting into sales. And, like, my first two, two, three sales jobs, I got fired for not performing because I was like trash at it. And, um, but I was always told, Oh, you got the gift of gab. You'll be a great salesman. You'll be a great, you know, now that I look back, I could actually probably been a great lawyer too. I was like, but I just wasn't into law like that. And, um, I was like, all right, so let me, um, let me go in here. I would spend half my day in the mall hollering at girls. Oh, I'm a salesman. You know what I mean? Like, like I was a young in my young twenties being a fool, you know? And, um, I thought I was the big shot salesman before I even put the effort in. So what I started doing is I picked up books, I started reading, I started self-educating. I started reading real estate tycoons, like guys mm-hmm. that made no- from nothing to something, you know, uh, Grant Cardone, you know, Napoleon Hill, as a man thinketh, you know, started reading rich dad, poor dad, things like that. And, um, started learning more, started learning more. I'm big on stoicism. I don't know if you know much about stoicism. Never heard of it. It's like um, the the writings of Marcus Aurelius. Um, mm. You know, like, it's just, it's just owning your world, what you are in control of. Like, everything in your brain, everything that you can shape, don't try to control things that are outside of your control. Try to control your reaction to them or try to control. And um, a lot of... Uh, leaders and you know people in uh, high places have read these books and, and embodied stoicism to help them achieve what they uh they want in life so i started reading a lot of stoic books that helped me keep my blood pressure low helps you keep calm and in tough situations helps you be that eye in the storm when you need to be and uh next thing you know man i, I went from pointing at the top sales guy and saying, oh, he's got better leads. He's got this. He's getting set up by the boss to actually becoming one of the top sales guys. You know, I started doing door to door sales and I started killing it. And I was making two, three grand a week, like commission only job. And uh, I was just busting my ass, man, working 80 hours a week, 90 hours a week, knocking doors, man. Just like that, that taught me a lot, man. That taught me a whole lot about 
life rejection, not to take rejection personal, you know, you mm-hmm. never know why people are going to reject you. Sometimes people reject you because they had a bad day or something happened to them. Yeah. And yeah. You, it's, it's, you have to like, how do I really say it? it's like a passing is is like a passing through life, right? You have yeah. to, you have to get so many no's before you get a yes. Yeah, yeah, the law of averages. Yep, you gotta you gotta perfect practice and perfect your craft, right? Mm. Um, sales, sales is not that difficult. You you gotta you gotta know what your what what your product is. You gotta be educated, uh, you know, on your product. And you gotta believe it too. Yeah, exactly. You know how many how many types of different waters there is, right? It's all the same shit. Mm-hmm. But it's it's how you you sell it, not how you present it, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you have a shitty presentation, nobody wants to invest in that. Yeah, it's like look at all right, look at Jordan Jordan sneakers versus uh, New Balance. Yeah, New Balance are, are are super fucking comfortable. Yeah, right. But nobody wants to wear a New Balance. You know why? I know they like the the quote unquote dad shoe, right? Yeah, yeah. I love. I, I was. I, I like was, them though. I was rocking new bags even before I was a dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um. But like, here's a, and they're more cheaper, more affordable. Right. Yeah. Get you when needs to go, but nobody wants that. Yeah. Now people want Jordan. Jordans. You know why? Six rings, MVPs. Yeah. It's what they're selling. They're not selling you uh, an average, an average image. They're selling you. Yeah. Uh, you want to be great, then you gotta you gotta wear what the great wear wears, right? Some shit like that. Yeah. But um, what comes with that that great presentation and mm-hmm. that, that great viral behavior also brings some crazy stuff. I mean, people. I remember hearing people were killing each other in line over Jordans. Yeah, that's crazy. You know. Yeah. I like, used to work in uh, over here where I live at. There's a Newport Mall. It was, I think it was like the day before Christmas, like eight, has to be like eight, nine years ago. Um, and I, I used to work secure, mall security. And um, yeah. I went one day, just to uh, just walk around, I was bored. And uh, there was a stabbing for some Jordans. Blood was everywhere. Um, I think one guy tried to defend himself with his belt. It was crazy. <laughs> wow, man. I mean, that's even with the Tickle Me Elmo's back in the day, too. People were robbing each other over the Tickle Me Elmo's. It's 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 that viral, that viral behavior, man. Yeah, it's like it's, when, we we be you 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 get an, an object is only worth it's only worth unless you give it meaning. Yeah. If you don't give it meaning, it's just an object. That's it. Yeah. I'm deep on this stuff, man. We start talking this stuff, I get real conspiracy theory type dude on you, man. But you know what? A lot of that stuff has a lot of truth to it, man. Because listen, it's a mockery, bro. They, we have Thanksgiving, right? We have Thanksgiving. And then the day after Thanksgiving, they set us up with Black Friday and everybody go out to get shit that we don't need. Yeah. When we're supposed to be grateful, right? Yesterday, we were grateful for what we had. And then the next day, we're trampling over each other for TVs and shit. Facts. And the things are not even, like, on sale. What yeah. they do is, if it's if it's 100 bucks, they'll change it to nine ninety nine. Yeah. What, what catches more your attention? nine ninety nine or or, uh, yeah. or 100 bucks, right? Yeah. So, like, 
I mean, it's it's marketing. The marketing, yeah. the marketing does its its, its job or it does its work, as yeah. one would say, right? Yeah. But yet again, then, when you look into the th- the term conspiracy, mm-hmm. right? Conspiracy theory. Like I was digging, they said that that was created by the CIA to like discredit anybody that was like digging into like some truthful things, like truthful findings, awakening the public to certain events that. Let's call it what it is, left-wing media and just political media wants to keep you blind to, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that person's a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Somebody, call, somebody call you a conspiracy theorist and they don't even know what the hell is a conspiracy. Like, why, why are you calling me a conspiracy theorist? Do you know why you're calling me that? Like, Because it's because you know? we live in a society <laughs> and where we, all we want to do is put labels on you. Yeah. We don't want to be, we, we don't want to be called out our own, on our own bullshit. We want to label you or something right and that just goes back to like the men uh was it the man the mandela mandela effect effect yeah. right that yeah. like it, it happens with like uh the show sex in the city i think it was like sex and the city now they have like six uh, sex in the something like that oh like, yeah yeah like a spinoff or something right no no like the name change it used to be sex i think and the city and now it's like sex in the city like, oh, okay, the, for the new one, yeah. yeah throughout the years they they changed their name. They changed the name, and you you can't even find it. Yeah. Yes. Oh man, it's, it's, it's deep. There's a lot of stuff out there, man. I mean, but, but talk to me about this King Nato. What what what, it, what it does it mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so Nito was something Nito. I'm here, that I'm, I I'm that here I, saying in Spanish that I kept dog. from. Yeah, yeah. No, no. My father is from my Guatemala. And my my mother, she's she's an American girl. She's uh, Irish and German, but she's from Queens. She's from New York. They met the diner where they met because they worked together. My dad was a cook. My mom was a, a waitress. We used mm. to, I think they just shut it down. It's in Astoria. I wanted to take them there for their anniversary, like because like they, they they that's a hardcore marriage, bro. They stuck through some things that nowadays people hit the road and flee, you know, and. Uh, they made nice. it work, and and they're, they're living a good life now. So I'm happy for them. Shout out to mom and pops, yeah. Shout out to them. <laughs> but um, nah, man, yeah, it's uh, Nito is nothing is the obstacle, man. It just it was like a saying that I made up, and nothing is the obstacle. I just kept myself with this, as as people would say, unbelievable mindset, like this big mindset, like oh, like I really truly believe. And it's not just for myself. I believe it for all of us. But if if, if someone doesn't believe in it for themselves, then it's it's not gonna happen. But but I believe in I believe in people more than they believe in themselves sometimes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And uh I'm big on that for myself too. So like it's nothing is the obstacle. I believe I could do anything I set my mind to. You know, if you give me if I if I can shut this brain off and really hone it in and focus on something for six to eight months i'm gonna become perfectionist at it i'm gonna try to become the best that i can be at it i'm gonna try to not competing like see the way that i look at it they always tell you like look at the other guy and compete with him like nah if you focus on what you're doing you're just gonna be that focused and that deep into into what you're doing the the production will show for itself and you won't have to worry about competing with no one else because you're gonna look around and you're just gonna beat it and that's what I used to facts, do with yeah. 
That's what I used to do with sales, man. Like guys used to want to do, yo, let's compete. Let's see who got the most sales for the day. And I'm just like, shut. I used to, you know, do that Kobe thing, man. Shut it off. I'm like, nah, bro, you, y'all can do that. Y'all cut each other's tie. Like at the end of the day, my tie ain't getting cut. That's all I'm saying. I said, I ain't going to beat you. I ain't, I'm not saying I'm going to beat you, but all I know is you ain't cutting my tie at the end of the day. And then, you know, I focus on my sales and I, next thing you know, I'm like, oh, Jordan got seven sales today. He got eight sales today. He, he, he you know. So, like, I always just kept that mindset of, like, let me just focus on what I'm doing, stay hard on it. And uh, that developed with me and my father. We used to go to Taekwondo together. And um, I seen that you go to be, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope, man. Um, we, we took Taekwondo. And uh, there was times when I wanted to quit. I was young. I, you know, I want to go hang out with my friends. And my dad talked me through it. And he was like, listen, man. He's like, Papa, you're going to really really love it when you have that black belt man he's like wait till you see yourself in the mirror with that black belt you know and i was was like yo he's right you know and we stuck with it and we did it for like eight years and we got our black belts together and um yeah it was fun man i wish i stayed at it though i was i was really really good man i used to be able to do daniel son i used to be able to kick my leg straight up in the air bro (laughs) like i I hold my leg there and i could be standing straight up holding my leg and uh i was too young for like the junior Olympics or anything like that. I was like, I was like 12 or 13 when I got my blood. Belt. I was like 13. I think. And they were like, yo, keep going. Like my, my Sabam Nim, which is like your sensei in uh, Korean. He would, he would tell me like, yo, just keep going, man. You're going to be, you're going to be really good at this. And uh, I fell off, but um, I always still trained myself. Like I know that I still know the repetition. So like when I get into these workout moments, as I'm getting older, I'm getting into them more because I'm like, yo, we need to really tune these bodies up, man. You yes, know, so. yes. <laughs> um, but I go over my repetitions. I still, I want to do that with my daughter. I want my daughter to get a black belt. I think that'll be big. But Motivation I did take, right there, yeah. Yeah. I took Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for a little bit as well. I took uh, eight months of that because uh, this guy, Eloy, he was a guy from Brazil. He was a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as well. So he used to tell me and my father, like, on the low, like, because in class, you can't be talking about that. But he'd be like, yo, you coming to my house, I'll teach you guys Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you know. And uh, we started hanging out with him, going to his house and learning Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Little guy, man, but dude was the toughest nails, man. I mean, he had to be like five, six, five, seven, little Brazilian guy, but could take down, I'm pretty sure anybody. I was a kid, but I'm sure he could take down guys a lot bigger than him. And uh, he taught us a lot of stuff, man. He taught us a lot. Uh, then I even went into Aikido for a little bit. wasn't wasn't a big fan of Aikido. What's not Aikido? Taking... I'm not. What is that? I'm not, I've never more... heard of it. Yeah, Aikido is the like the Steven Seagal one, the one that. Um, oh. Yeah. So it's like um, it's like a war. <laughs> it's like a war martial arts. So mm-hmm. like uh, when people are rushing you, like a lot of people, you use their force against them kind of a little bit of kung fu in brazilian jiu-jitsu they do it too yeah yeah where you yeah. kind of use their force against them you move out of the way and maneuver um but i do want to go back to brazilian jiu-jitsu or judo either one of those judo or brazilian jiu-jitsu because it's good to know more grapplings like taekwondo is great for striking it teaches yeah. you a lot of a lot of striking but as we all know from watching ufc and mma most most fights end up on the ground most mm-hmm. fights even the toughest strikers mm-hmm. look like babies on the floor if, if a wrestler gets them on the floor, you know what I mean? 
So, yeah, I, 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 I like um, the best combination is like, uh, I think it's like Greco Rome wrestling, uh, jujitsu. Then yeah. you gotta, you gotta know how to defend yourself. Strike. So boxing's, it's like, it has to be boxing and Wing Chun uh, or like Muay Thai. Muay Thai, because Muay Thai. It, it teaches it teaches you how to use your legs and how to use your hands. Yeah. So you want to be, you want to be an effective fighter. And how to know, you know, knows how to uh, know how to use your legs, but also strike. Yeah. And those like for me, those like just that combination is is perfect. Yeah. The one that Bruce, uh, Bruce Lee was coming up with was, I mean, you can still learn it in certain areas, like, but it's not as widespread as the other one. But like the jujitsu, that's like the Wing Chun, but it's also mixed with like. I think it's judo. Don't quote me on it, but it's Wing Chun, mm-hmm. and he incorporates some type of grappling with it. But um, yeah, that was a good art too. That um, you know, we lost Bruce Lee too young. We didn't learn yeah. as much as from him as we could have. You know. Yeah. I mean, uh, I know I I like I, I joined jujitsu because it's it's for my mental, honestly. Yeah, like, it, it, it does teach you a lot. Uh, uh, discipline. And, and for my mental, because, it's, you know, when you grow up, you know, dealing with a lot of traumas and, and not knowing, you know, how to uh, heal from them. Right. Yeah. Uh, and as you get older, you know, you feel like, you know, you 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 live a life knowing that, like, it's you just brush it off. But mm-hmm. soon, as you get older, sooner or later, it just like starts to come out of your pores. Yeah. You know, especially, you know. I, I'm a dad, right? Like, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't be spazing or or, or or snapping for no reason. I, I gotta, I gotta always be the best image I can be so I yeah. can set the example, right? And um, it's uh, it's you know, it's hell, bro. It's hell. It's hell. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it's in in a crazy form. I I feel comfortable in that hell. Yeah. You know, like I feel like rolling. It's it's it feels safe for me although it appears to be chaotic yeah but like you know like i said when once you when you grow up in a chaotic atmosphere right yeah you that's that becomes normal yeah like you know you go up in philly which is like you know they they call it the 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 state of brotherly love but it's not, not really right yeah yeah so like when you grow up in that atmosphere you think everything's okay that's yeah. normal to you yeah i, I grew up right on the borderline of of Queens in Long Island and, mm. and Queens in New York. And uh, it's called Elmont. It's like where the Belmont stakes are. Mm. It's like the, one of the biggest like horse races that they ever have, but it's right next to Queens village and, and Hollis in Jamaica. It's like right on the border there. And um, when I was growing up over there, man, it's like, um, I had a lot of old, you know, my siblings were much older than me. I'm the only child between my, my mother and father. And um, I uh, grew up in like a, yeah, yeah, you know, a violent type of atmosphere. And that was normal. That's what I expected from men as I got older. Like, I just expected like, like, like we puffed up, like, yeah. like, what's up? Like, I know at any minute hands can fly, you know, so like. I was like a young, you know, I used, I wasn't, I wasn't a bully. I always looked out for, for kids that got bullied. I like, if I saw someone getting bullied, I'd be like, yo, try to 
on me. You know what I mean? Like that, like mm-hmm. that's the type of like person I was. I, I go looking for it because I was so used to being around it. But then I noticed, man, it's just that there's, there's no healing in that because, and then where the discipline came in from the Taekwondo too, they taught me a lot, taught me a lot of stuff about, you know, being a, being a bigger person, walking away and learning from that because like you said, being a father, you gotta, you have to be the right image. And as I got older, uh, you know, God bless my, my fiance. She, she calms me down. Me, you know, I've, I've been in relationships when we were both fire, you know, me and my ex, we were like, you know, she's not it's, a bad it's person. It's growth, man. It's growth. And sometimes, but, um, yeah. sometimes you outgrow people. Yeah. It's not so, a bad person. She just, yeah. we didn't mesh well. Yeah. And, uh, it's a lot of passion. <laughs> a lot of good times but a lot of bad times too yeah so, no it's it's you know you all grow people you you got to yeah. go through those unfortunate events to learn about yourself right and, and learn how to overcome those things right like yeah and and it's all it's all learning it's all a learning curve because you're not the same person you were yesterday no you don't have to be man that's a lot of things but that's a fault in uh, our behavior in humans. Like we, some people just think it is being real to, to stay in your, in your, your negative attributes, you know, to be, to, it's being real to, to stay loyal to something that's hurting you. You know what I mean? You're not really hurting, you hurting others, but, but you're really hurting yourself the most because that's the person that has to go through it all the time. Somebody, you can hurt somebody and they can leave you and never be around you again. So you're not really hurting the outside. You're really hurting the ins- you yeah, hurting the inside. Correct. You know? Correct. I, I was I was I was just watching uh, this interview with, with Benny Siegel's right, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he was saying he was, I think he was on Drink Champs, and he was saying like basically saying he was he when he was a Rockefeller he was he was going bats for them. That was a family. Uh, yeah. But then when he got into like the trial, you know, he was like. Yeah, everybody spoke nice about me and whatnot. You know, they said good things about me. Mm. But then, like, when it came to, like, they're, he was saying that they were about to let him go. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the judge asked, like, who's taking responsibility for him? Mm-hmm. Like, who, who's going to, who can we go up and say, like, where he's at? Where's, you know, they want somebody to supervise him. And everybody said no. Yeah. And he's like, he said that that hit him the, the most because, here he was going for bats for people, and at the end, when he really needed them, you know, nobody wants to take it, you know, accountability for him. Yeah, and which is like, I understand both views because here you're going crazy. I, I get you're going one hundred percent for me, mm-hmm. but then you're going wild, right? Yeah, because uh, somebody can go one hundred percent for yeah. you, but then be a total red flag to themselves. Yeah, and and correct. To people around them, you know, and then like I understand, you know, like the other people view as well because like, this, like this motherfucker is crazy. Like <laughs> you, you're asking me to, uh, that's it. Me holding accountable for him, mm-hmm. like it's gonna set everything I'm doing and you know backward rather than forward. Yeah, right. And it's probably gonna gonna show a whole commotion. Yeah. So like it, it was, it was something. Uh, it was definitely something that I, I, it's is for me realization in my life, right? Yeah. You know the best thing you can do, like 
once you start putting like how do I explain this? Like once you stop being so self-involved in yourself mm-hmm. as a person, and each time you walk out your door, you 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 portray this kind kindness. You gotta set an example everywhere you go. That's how you set yourself that you know be a valuable person, a person of credibility, right? Yeah. Your life is gonna be better. Yeah. Right. Then, yeah. then if you sit, you know, and, and thinking you're you have to be the center of attention of everybody. Yeah. You know, people are gonna start slowly despising you as a person. Yeah. No, for sure. That's one thing that I. Another, it always comes back to sales, man. Sales taught me so much, even just about human interaction too. And it's like, you see so many different types of personalities of people and you start learning that there's profiles that everyone kind of fits into, but each profile that everyone has their own individuality too, you know, but, but there are like certain, you can see the agitated people. You can tell the ones that don't trust things, you know, mm-hmm. that there's people that, um, you know, kind of are like the gatekeepers. Like you, you learn who, who is who, and then you can kind of narrow it down, but then each person you have to individually like listen to, like people think being a great salesman is like talking and knowing everything. And it's really not, it's, it's being able to discover what that mm-hmm. person is looking for, what to, to, listen, to listen, to listen, you know, and, and listening is, is such a, a great attribute. If you can really learn how to master listening, because we all do it sometimes where we're just excited and we know what we want to say. And it's like, Oh, we got to hold on to that. But it's like, if you can really sit back and listen to somebody, mm-hmm. you can kind of see the river much clearer. You can kind of get that bird's eye view of which way you got to man- man- maneuver and narrow, man- uh, you know, maneuver through the, the road ahead. Yeah, definitely. I, before I started my own business and, you know, open shop doing whatever, everything I'm doing, I, I used to be an operation manager and I used to, I was in sales all the time. Yeah, uh, you know, you had different, like you said, you had different variety of people. You know, sometimes all I had to do was take people out to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, comp- company company pay for everything, take them out. They yeah. wanted to get drunk, they wanted to eat. Boom! Next day, I got to sign a contract. Yeah, some people I had to sit there and show them what we do, give them a walk, to give them a taste. You know, know know about the product I'm selling. Yeah, right. Um. But also, like, if you can make somebody feel they need it, mm-hmm. like, it goes back to, like, um, uh, uh, the Wolf of Wall Street, right? Yeah. There's a great scene, like, the famous scene, like, sell me this pen. Yeah. Right? And he's, like, the guy was, like, um, uh, give me that paper. Let me sign this. Oh, I don't have a pen. Yeah, yeah. Demand. Yeah. So, Find like, you need, you need a pen. You want to sign that paper? You need a pen. No. So um, it's 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 a passion, man. You want to make money? It's you know your hustle goes as far as you go. Yeah, that's that's the, that's one thing. Like with with sales, I always admired when I started learning about it too. Is like there's always going to be a demand for that because it's not a job. Once you become really good at it and a professional at it. It's always a job that's going to be available. You're going to have job mm-hmm. security. If you need a job, it's going to be there for you because it, 
you know that you're, you know, the company knows that you're capable of achieving a goal for them, mm-hmm. you know? So everything starts with sales. Like people want to discredit it and say, oh, salesmen are this, salesmen are sneaky. A, a really good salesman doesn't have to be sneaky. You know what I mean? You can be thoroughly like honest with somebody, you know, and, and, and they can respect that if you, if you know how to word it, you know, there's a way to be assertive without being aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people think you got to be aggressive and it's like, you're, now you're turning people off when you're being too aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a way to be assertive where people take you seriously, but you're also being honest with them and getting a point across and they trust you. Once you, once somebody sees that you're being honest with them, they, 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 they kind of like trust you and let their guard down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's all about how much money you want to spend as a consumer. Yes. You know, that's, that's basically it. You know, some people, they, they get mad at salespersons because they bought something and they know they shouldn't have bought it. Mm-hmm. But once again, instead of taking accountability for themselves, you know, yeah. they, they're trying to, the salesperson's part, yeah. they sold me this. Yeah. Everyone wants the bells and whistles. And then when they see it on the paper and they're like, Oh, I thought I could get it for like, $200 cheaper. Well, oh, yeah. Well, let me let me break this down for you, Mr. Mm-hmm. and Mrs. Jones. Let me show you why you can't get it for $200 cheaper because if I gave it to you for this, I'll, I'll go there and I would write it out. I'd be like, this is how much gross profit we're actually going to make. The mm-hmm. company's only going to make $300 on this car. Now, the company has to pay my manager, has to pay me, and has to keep the lights on in here, and has to keep us in these, you know, these nice outfits and give us business cards. So how do you think that I'm going to be able to sell it to you for that price. I was like, I might as well work at Wawa. I'm not at Wawa, am I? I was mm-hmm. like, I'm here to just sell you a car. And some people would be shocked that I say stuff like that. I'd be like, you know, but but then they hear me and they're like, you know what? He's right because he's being transparent with me. He's not he's not lying to me. And 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 he's showing me that the whole cards. I'm putting everything on the table. Don't you think the experience of me checking up on you every six months to make sure your experience is okay? Don't you think I'm worth more than that? You know, and it's a process, you know, just it's, like selling it, a house, yeah. just like selling yeah. a house. Too. Yeah. Like, I mean, everybody I mean, wants- selling, s- selling a house. It, it's, it, it's, it all depends on the buyer, honestly, what type of mm-hmm. person they are, you know, yeah. you got, you got, you can't, you can't, when I, when I go on these seminars, right, and I join, uh, this is uh, his name is Seiko Pyle. He he uh, he he has this thing called uh, the Portman Academy. It's like one time a month, a whole mm. week crash course. You know, lead generation, uh, practicing, keep reading. Uh, how like a, a new agent could definitely go there to learn everything, right? Yeah. And when I when I'm when I'm joining, like you know, breaks them up us in groups, and you know, I tell them all the time, it's like you can't go trying to make a quick dollar. It's not how it works, mm-hmm. because these these are relationships. You you have to build relationships, right? Yeah. Uh, that may now, right now, not make sense, mm-hmm. but in real estate, it you it, it's not a it's not you know you can't make money quick. Yeah. Everything you make is down the line. Yeah. And it's 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 basically essentially an investment. When yeah. you invest now, it's what you're gonna see in the future. Yeah. So you want to make relationships. Like, yeah. you know, you can't go and see this house and you think 
is the best house for them. No, you got to think about as a family aspect. You know, yeah. you got you got to always put your ber- your best interest for your client first yeah. than yourself. Instead of trying to get the signature quick and close exactly. it out, because exactly. three months down the road you're going to deal with problems. You're not thinking of the the retention. We used mm-hmm. to say like the retention of your customer base. You, I would turn down sales because mm-hmm. I would know like there was nowhere to go, and the only way I could close the sale is if I fabricated something which would always come to light anyway mm-hmm. so that's not what i'm gonna do I, I would watch other guys do it all the time and they would always come back and bite them yes and i'm like i'm not doing that man like i'll let's i'd rather have somebody walk away if i i want i want a retentive customer i want somebody that's gonna refer people to mm-hmm. me that's gonna you know hey my cousin wants this yeah 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 i, I got this guy you know 100 percent. you want to you know also is always educating uh, your client, you always have to educate your client. Yeah. You got to be really personal with them. For you got to sure. get down. You got to talk. A lot of people don't know, and they take advantage. You know? Do you know much about these NFTs? Uh no, honestly. Yeah, me either, man. And 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 it kind of ties into like the video gaming, you know? Because like yeah. we're there with it, and NFTs, man, are like this amazing future that's like inevitably happening every day. I mean, from what I'm reading, it's like these 18 year old kids buying these, these images and they're they're like minting them. I don't know. You know, I looked up the term minting and it's like kind of like watermarking or it's like trademarking it somehow. Yeah. They buy it for like 200 and then they sell it for like 20 G's like within I don't, a day or two. I don't, I don't, I don't, someone told me that it's like, uh, you have to give something in order to get something in return, some shit like that. Um, but yet again, how do you know you own it? Yeah. How do you know you own it? And you're telling me, uh, it's an image that can't be duplicate, uh, duplicate, duplicated, but yet everybody could buy it. It's like it has its own built-in trademarking and patent. I don't know. Yeah, like it, like something. But I mean, if people are spending that much money on them, it has to be, it has to be legit. I mean, look if you look at some of these celebrities, they're spending like 80 k on these bored apes or whatever. Like, yeah, come on, like what? Like but that's a write-off. That's a write-off. Yeah. That's not art. Yeah, that's not essential art. You know, you get what I'm saying. Back to that, but since you brought that up, write-offs, when you were talking before about taking clients out to eat and you're like, your company paid for it, they don't even pay for that shit. At the end of the year, they yeah. write that off and they get it back too. So every time you're buying a client something and you're buttering them up and you bring them some donuts or whatever, that's yeah. all tax write-off. Yeah. I mean, it sounds I never like, knew that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I was younger, like, and then when I started learning stuff, and I'm just like, yo... Self-education, it, that's that that's information that's not out there. The and, IRS and, is not as evil as we think it. I mean, it's but don't get me wrong, there's there's things out there that, that we get taxed, but if you're if you're keen to understanding mm-hmm. it and you want to learn it, mm-hmm. there are benefits out there for no, all, yeah. all every, of us. Every business person should take like a seminar class on yeah. taxes. Uh, um it it's all for it's all it's information that's out there, but it's not promoted. Yeah. And it don't teach us. No. Teach teachers don't make don't make what they should and 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 they don't they don't understand 
but that's life that's life that's life you know that's life because you know you you want a job that pays you fifty two thousand a year but you have no experience yeah right like how do you know your worth and then when you actually get the job you're not built for it mm-hmm. you know it's always it, it, it's always a complaint of something you, you know you essentially got to get your ass up get you know get your ass up and work nobody wants to work yeah nobody nobody wants to you know everybody wants now to work from home and which is it is dope mm-hmm. but you know i've been i've been managing my my own business from home for two years for the last two two and a half years and yeah. Sometimes I need to get the fuck out. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I hear you. I need I need to get the fuck out. So yeah. it's the podcast and, and then it's also clothing as well, right? So um this podcast is brought to you by Dreams Fire Team. Um <laughs> uh it's it's uh plug. yeah, it's it's uh Dreams Fire Tain is a brand in which um Dreamers inspire other dreamers to obtain their goal, to obtain their dream. Um, it's a lifestyle brand, and where uh, we we lift people up. You know, we got a, a clothing brand mm-hmm. that's uh, actually I just shut down the website uh, maintenance, but we got a brand, we got a clothing brand. Uh, uh, we branched out and created our real estate brand, House of Lions Real Estate Group. Uh, and as a businessman, um, I first, and, uh, when I first started, I, I was like, how do I get my brand out there? Yeah. How do I get my brand out there? So the podcast is something I, I was always wanting to do. So we build another branch. Yeah. And yeah. And you can tie it all together. Exactly. And, and this is where we're at right now. To, to when COVID started and like, Right before that, I was in between jobs, and uh, I made an investment at that time, too. And it was kind of like just a quick spur of the moment, but I started making clothes. I started making T-shirts. I started making, you know, I was getting to get into the hats and the sweaters and all. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was mixed world clothing. Mm -hmm. So both me and my fiance are are, uh, are biracials. We come from different, you know, uh, mixed backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And uh, we relate on that level where we never really... You know, as the media does it today, and it makes everything about race and color and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's it's I never seen life like that. You know, I mean, my dad is brown, my mom is white. Yeah. I just I've always seen things as people. You know, I had I've always had mixed friends. I've always had different groups of friends. If I vibed with you, I vibed mm-hmm. with you. We was chilling. Mm-hmm. So. I wanted to shed light on that and bring like more comfortability, include everyone, like everyone included. It. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not, you don't have to be from a mixed background. Like, you know what I mean? You, you can be from any type of background. I think every background is dope. You know what I mean? I think I, I'm one of them people that's very comfortable in my environment. I could be mm-hmm. in like any type of party. I could be at Caribbean bar, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. jamming, having a good time, feeling my, you know, feeling it. I could be, at an Asian park, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and learning more about the culture and, and being embracing, and like embracing, it, you know? So like, I've just always been that type of person where I like unity. I think, I think, I think we should see more unity in, in the world. I think, that, you know, it's com- combative to what the main mission is. I think of, uh, 
of controlling us because controlling us includes separating us. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's, that, that, that's one thing I did. So mixed world clothing was the thing I was pushing and I got out into the streets. I started pushing clothes was given, you know, running into like, you know, girls want to promote stuff. I was doing stuff like that. And, uh, and then I just got a job and I started selling cars and slowly felt the fire of, of my ambition of that window into something else you know and i thought i was like you know what clothing is not my main priority anymore but it did te teach me a lot and i can always tie it back in like later on now that i'm developing this i'm seeing ways like how can i tie king nito into mixed world clothing you know what i mean and like i want to also be an ambassador of like self-belief and, and mm -hmm. helping, you know, like you said, dream inspire. Well, you gotta be, you gotta be like my, my, my brand essentially is not a clothing brand. Right? Yeah. Despite what I said, because, you mm -hmm. know, obviously, right. It's like merch. It, uh, not even merch. My brand is a lifestyle brand. My, yeah. Right now I change it into a, a network. Uh, it's mm -hmm. a broadcasting media, uh, uh, broadcasting and media pro uh, production company. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why from everything I created, because as as you you know, as you said it early on, as you go, you learn, right? Yeah. Everybody has a damn clothing line. Everybody has clothes. Mm -hmm. So I especially me that I'm not uh when it comes to fashion and shit like that, I'm not. So once I started doing this, I I essentially shifted. Yeah. And I now created my business, which is uh uh, uh, broadcasting media and production company, which I have all my other business yeah. tied to, right? Uh, I is it do you do one LLC or and you have everything under umbrella like, operating as yet? Yeah, under yeah. umbrella, yeah, umbrella. Um, I just but the clothing, I still have the clothing, but I don't promote it as much because I don't want to. Mm -hmm. You know, I make merch and I put it out there. You want to buy, mm -hmm. you don't buy. At the end of the day, it's, it's the platform I'm trying to build. It's not for me. It's for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, to, to to reply to your question about uh, we are being divided. That's simple. You, you got to take away ego, money, clothes. Mm -hmm. We got to take every, everything away so we can be all equal. Yeah, but yet a huge. We're we're it's we classism. That's really what it is. It's, it, it's, we we became human beings, but initially we were all savages. Mm -hmm. And as the savages, beginning, yeah. yeah, as the savages, you 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 always you know the alpha. You always want to maintain your um. How do I say? You want to maintain your presence, your control. Mm -hmm. So even if you stripped everything away from us. Will still become that. There will still be uh, prejudice and 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 favoritism and, and the 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 master race. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you 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 can all, all you can do is do the best that you can yeah. to the you know to be a better image for tomorrow. Yeah, you know we. Because at the end of the day, if any one of us on this planet is dying and we need a liver transplant, when the liver comes over, I know ain't, ain't nobody sitting up on that table going, did the liver 
come from somebody that looked like me, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. at the end of the day, man, you know, yeah, it's, it's the human race, you know what I mean? It's, it's facts. It's facts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but that's a hustle, right? Yeah. Yeah. It that's is. A, it's hustle. a hustle. We, we, we're always racing for something yeah. and we're yeah. not, we're, we're really not, um, taking our time and appreciating it. Yeah. Now, right now you, you, you left one dream to go to basically a nine to five, but you're like working for yourself, mm-hmm. right? The money's comfortable. Yeah. But the, if you would have just gave it two or three years more, yeah. you probably would have making the money you're making now, but working for yourself. See, that's the, what that's why I like sales yeah. because it's like it gives you that freedom. Yeah. Of like, as long as I perform, nobody's micromanaging me. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. I could never go back to a regular job. I could not sit at a desk and have some supervisor playing his dominance over me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it, man. I, I wouldn't be able to do. It, you know, I just. I would be like, oh, this guy gets kicks out of like thinking he's my my ruler all day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like that's uh, what some people live for. Sadly, you know, they don't. I don't think they live for it. I think they just don't know it, right? Like because everybody knocks the nine to five. But nine mm-hmm. to five is not is not the problem. The, your mentality is the problem, mm-hmm. because if you're trying to be create a business or be a business owner, you're going to have you, to work. Yeah. How are you going to create it? How are you going to invest in it? Like you 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 got to sacrifice eight hours a day to mm-hmm. go into a job, so you get a paycheck. Then when you come out, probably sacrifice five or six hours a night, yeah. so you can invest in your business, and create what you what you're trying to do. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's gonna hand you a check for a certain amount of money to create your dream, your your mm-hmm. dream essentially. Especially if you have no credibility and nobody yeah. knows you, and you just have an idea. This ain't this ain't welfare. Yeah. This ain't for free. Change <laughs> Shark Tank. You can show yeah. up. You gotta have something. Mm-hmm. So like, if you would have taken your brand and invested five years of it, you'd probably be big. Yeah. It takes time. Mm-hmm. The problem is that everybody's showing, showing you you when you go on YouTube, right? Uh, yeah, open a Shopify. You can make this how much money in a week, or mm-hmm. sell up, make an NFT, and you, and all this. They they they're giving you you want that quick money. It's like yeah. hustling. Yeah. Everything that's worth is going to take time. It's gonna sure. it's, it's not going to take you a year, two years. This is my second year doing this. Yeah, I just in January I made my first year doing this. It might it might take five years, you know. What I mean, it might take. It might, hey, God's blessing might be this year, might be three years, but it could. You got to be willing to go to five years too. Yeah. You got to be willing to do the six years. And yeah, and yeah, I'm not I'm not looking forward to. That. I'm looking forward. Like every episode for me, it's like a documentary of myself. Yeah, as how I've grown as a person and what my perspective and viewpoints have changed. Right. Mm-hmm. And and how the people I've met throughout the throughout the journey doing this ha- has taught me something. Yeah. Right. So it's like I look forward to that. For sure. You know, and the journey got to be fun. Yeah, it does. You got to make it, even though you know it's not always profitable, and it, it, you got to have fun waking up doing it. You know what I mean? It becomes that's profitable. I, that's the thing. It, yeah. beca- it can become profitable. Yeah, but I'm saying before it does. Like when you're yeah. first starting, like like this is new for me. Like yeah. this is this is a big investment I made. 
Yeah. I'm not tripping because I already know I've stumbled and fallen a few times. I know what it takes in the beginning. Yeah. So I'm like, but when I sit in this chair and I sit down here and I put my green screen up and I and I feel what, what it and can you put be. Put your crown on and you Yeah, when thing. when I feel what it can be, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what makes me have a lot of fun. And then I get these moments when I'm streaming. Next thing you know, I got two guys I'm playing with. We start joking and we're laughing and i talk with our you know i put this persona on when i'm playing i'm the mm-hmm. king right so i i put this persona on and um i have fun man and it makes others have fun i hear other people have and they go yo you know what, what what's your twitch let me follow you right now i got Facts. three guys at me right there and then and they're talking to me on the chat we're playing together and i'm like yo this could be this can be something right here and what then, you, what, what's your game system so right, I just invested in PC. I went all out, man. I got, I got, um, I got the PC. I got a laptop. Got a Series X, and I got a, a PS Five. Um, I'm I'm kind of trying to implement the the systems now. I'm really working off PC. I, I see why people say PC is like the best. It really is. I've always I've been a PC gamer too. I, I mean, I did stream back in 2016. I started it like low budgetly. I even got some videos on YouTube that I made in Sony um, Movie Producer. I actually made some pretty good content when I was looking back. I was like, this this wasn't that bad for not knowing nothing. I taught myself how to edit video and everything, and I was like, it's not that bad. And it kind of helped me with what I'm doing now. Cause like now I'm like, yo, I got, I can do, I can do so much. I can, I can, I can do food reviews. I can, you know, if I, if I'm feeling like building on, on something else, I can mm-hmm. branch it into, into King Nita, you know? Now is PC limited games with games? No, I mean, oh, you can play the, only the thing, same yeah, games from like Xbox and, and PlayStation. Most of them besides Sony, Sony has like those exclusives that mm. everyone really is still trying to catch up to. Cause Sony does have some great, exclusive games like spider-man mm. um miles morales like th- these games you know they're hard to match these other systems don't have them and uh but pc starting to get them i think they're on a, like a time sensitive contract and they're starting to get them now so uh most of the piece the playstation the playstation um <laughs> so got some people passing in my baby girl too um the pc is uh getting all those timed exclusives now so like i don't know i don't know now you know there's these big corporation moves now you got microsoft buying bethesda trying to get their own titles now so there's a lot of things heating up man when i was thinking about college this is like for a brief moment i was like i was like i was gonna go to college i was gonna go as a graphic designer i was like yo games of the future what we've been i've been gaming since you know when we kids man what nintendo was out even when Nintendo came out, bro, like that was like big even back then in the 80s, you know? Yeah. So like this industry has it's bigger than movies, music combined. And it's like it's only getting bigger and bigger. So I'm just like I would say I would I would say uh invest in people, right? Invest in people that can assist you create a game, right? Be 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 the investor in that shit. That's, that's something I know I've always wanted to do. And, um, yeah, yeah, no, it's, um, we got, uh, a lot of things that I want to do. I was thinking about, like, even with the clothing, man, like, if this thing really takes off, which I feel like it could over time, you know, maybe making, like, 
I was looking on Amazon and when I was buying my costume and I was buying like the crowns and stuff and, and I was looking they, they actually have like some fashionable crowns like for mm-hmm. kids to wear and stuff like that too where it's not big and like all out there but it's a good self-esteem builder you know what I mean mm-hmm. so like because you know I know some people they see the king, they're like the king oh who's he the king of he think he the king? like no it's like a mentality that you should have about your life like you know it's, what a, I mean? it's a gimmick you know it's but like it's wrestling. also yeah but it's also in a way we're very blessed. We're very blessed. As much as things are hard mm-hmm. worldwide, we're very fortunate to be where we are and, and being able to do what we, we're able to do. Look at the technology we're using now. If you said this 100 years ago to people, you know what I mean? You know how crazy it would sound? It's, it's, it's you know, we're, we're, we're just blessed with, with a lot of, lot of things that we take for granted sometimes. And we... we um, you know, I could see it, like I was saying, like, later on, like, man, maybe little kids wearing crowns, like, you know, just saying, like, King Nito on the side or whatever, you know, giving them, like, giving them, like, uh, inspiration, like, hey, you know, I want to do that. I want to do things like that. If you look at all these, um, you know, there's just so many things we can do, man, and and you can't let anybody tell you you can't do it. Like, I seen the one video when I first started following you, the, the one guy asked you, he was like, how many people told you? don't do the podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you were like, no, nah, you know, no one really told me no, but it was the lack of support. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's, and I understand why people don't support. It's because most people don't, don't have something to believe in for themselves. Mm-hmm. So when they see you, it's not that they don't want you to do it. It's, I don't know what it is because I don't I don't have that in me. When I see somebody trying to do something, it's it's the the investment. It's the investment because you don't want you want to go and be like uh, like me. Like I've supported so many people, and and they're what they're trying to do and never follow through. Yeah. So you don't. They a lot of people fear fear that they don't want to be that person. After I believe in you, you didn't follow through. Yeah. And then there's people that don't know how. Yeah. You know, and you know, is that nobody told me no, right? Mm-hmm. But yet again, I'm what this is gonna be my 70 something episode. Mm-hmm. Nobody's told me no or yes. Yeah. Right? So like I'm still I'm still doing my thing. They're watching, they're watching. But yo, they... everybody told Jay-Z no. Yeah. Everybody told Jay-Z no. So he said, you know what, I'm gonna make my own label, you know. Listen, you can't you gotta be. You can't like when it comes to like this. And my example for me, mm-hmm. I don't look at numbers. I don't look at likes. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't look at followers. Um, yeah, you can't just, worry about that. I just continue to do. Continue yeah. to do. I don't. I don't like. I, I don't listen to people's opinion. I honestly don't give a fuck. Like yeah. that's something I don't. You know, because if it's constructive and you feel like it's helping you, not even that's not good. Even I mean, that. I'll take that. No, but not if, even but that. If, if someone's no. trying to tell me no or something like no, that, no, yeah, not even that, off. not even that. And they could be right. Not even that. You know why? Because if they would have done, they would have done what I'm doing. Yeah. How how you could be right. Right. But yet, how do I look at you if you haven't gotten the balls to do what I'm doing? Yeah. Right. You 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 didn't put yourself out there. Yeah. Like it's it's you know, sometimes you can say some shit could be humiliating, right? Nobody believes in you. Yeah. They didn't do it. 
like so I, I yeah like I said they could be right so right 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 they could, what they're saying is it's facts and I yeah I don't care yeah I don't I don't I don't find it with me because they're not they didn't take out the time and do it this is why people listen invest money and go to seminars with people who actually done something yeah that's why they they they, they spend the amount of money they do to go watch these people. Yeah. If you never do, you can't come talk to me. Yeah. Like when we get an idea, we get an idea, all of us, right? We get an idea and we start thinking it's a good idea to do something. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody gives their opinion on it, mm-hmm. whether it be family or a close friend. I immediately think, I'm like, but wait a minute. Like, have you ever done this before? Like, yeah. Like, so why are you telling me? Like, you know what I mean? I'm just voicing that hey this is what i'm doing like the airbnb thing mm-hmm. starting the airbnb thing with, with family with downsizing we're trying to make 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 uh, a profitable situation Stop. people Stop that right have there. never people that right have there. never no, done it no don't tell nobody no no don't, but, don't tell nobody but people that have never done it before mm-hmm. are talking about oh that's a bad idea <laughs> yeah. like, like, but how, how do you know it's a bad idea you know how do you know like you don't fucking know. Yeah, everything let me hear you, it from somebody. Like I'll get the feedback from somebody that's doing it. Yeah, everything you do, you knew you're gonna fail at it. You're gonna fail yeah. at it. Yeah, we can't be afraid to, afraid to fall. I'm, I that's one thing, man. I'm, I'm at, at this age. I will fall on my face in a whole fucking room, and I'll get up. I'll dust myself off, and I'll keep going, man, because. Yeah. We got to fall, man. Sometimes we got to fall forward. You just got to keep falling. But it's like, how, how are you going to learn? Yeah. How, how are you going to learn? At the end of the day, like, you have to live your life with your experience. You can't you can't learn through other people's mind or other experience. You got to go through it yourself to be able to understand. Because I could sit here and tell you 20 million things, but if you, if you haven't got to that certain level of understanding or empathize, right? Mm-hmm. Or what's the fuck another word? Just have some type of similarity. You're not be able to understand what I'm saying. You have to go through it. Yeah. And that's and like in a society, a lot of we're going through. There's a lot of fucking people that have a lot of opinions, but that don't have experience in yeah. anything. Yeah. And that's what's killing us, because if you if you had some type of experience, you would have been talking. Mm-hmm. You would have been saying what you're saying. You probably would say that I understand what you're saying. Yeah. You're not wrong, but hey, I couldn't believe all the the bullshit I used to follow on my social media, man. Like stuff I used to just wasn't constructive at all. Like you know, what I mean, don't get me wrong. I like to joke and I like to laugh and have a I mean, good it's, time. It, it's entertaining. But you got to limit it. You got to yeah. limit what, how much tr- bullshit you're watching on a daily basis and how much you're learning. We got to learn every day, man. We got to learn something new. I don't care if I'm an expert in 10 years on something. I'm still willing to learn. You know, like you got to always, from 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 a reputable source, of mm-hmm. course. But yeah, man, it's, it's it, people's brains shut off, man. And then some people just get trapped in this it's nine to five mentality for forever. And it's like, like I'm seeing like somebody just, uh, oh, somebody becomes, even if you're like on top of your game and you can, oh, he just became a billionaire or LeBron just became a billionaire, right? Somebody's saying in there, oh, it took him this long to get there. 
And you still can't. <laughs> like, listen. how much money you got, bro? Nobody. Like, what do you got? Nobody's never gonna give you your props. Yeah. They're never gonna give you your props. Never yeah. gonna, <sighs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> They're never gonna give you your props. So you know what? What you do? You continue to do what you're doing. And you continue, continue, continue to become undeniable. Yeah. Anything you become undeniable that although they're not going to say it, but every time you look at them, they drive themselves crazy because they cannot deny your greatness. You know what um, is a good book? Tim Grover. I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Relentless. Mm-hmm. He's um, Michael Jordan's uh, one of Michael Jordan's uh, coaches that worked with him. And he just wrote the book on like on Jordan's work ethic and like Kobe's work ethic. And he just, he was like, these guys, like if they knew you were going to the gym, like until five in the morning, like yeah. they had to stay there until seven in the morning. You Facts. Know? Facts. Like it's crazy. You know? Facts. Facts. 100%. They don't, if you can't document yourself, right? Yeah. Right. Like, I, I don't, I don't know if you watched that, um, uh the Kanye West documentary on Netflix. You listen, man, I, I don't want to sound crazy because this is media right here. Mm-hmm. I haven't been watching much TV at all, bro. I good I start I got half the friggin' episode of Stranger Things and then that's it. Good, like, <laughs> good, good. You didn't I'm miss so anything. like focused. Yeah, I'm focused on you didn't miss anything. It's basically yeah. like uh old footage of him coming up. And how yeah. everything he's how, how he was right now, yeah. he's always been that way. And yeah. it shows how many people turn his back on him. Yeah. That's basically what it is. You be you become who you, you keep doing what you're doing, fuck it, and you become undeniable. Yeah. Fuck it, let them love you. But as long as they respect you. Make sure when they talk shit about you, your name they say it properly. There's part of me that's like in the corner, like in the corner of this brain somewhere. It's like, yo, you got to watch The Witcher. You got to watch. You got to watch yeah. this. You got, there's so much shit that I wanted. To, I got on my list and it's like, I just can't. I haven't been watching TV, man. It's like. No, nah, man. But I ain't good. been reading either. I got to get back on my reading, man. I gotta get you, back but you hustling. You hustling. Yeah. You hustling. Every, every moment's an experience. We got to do it for our children, man. We got to. We got to do things to give them what we didn't have and then also stay focused on on teaching them too you know it's not just like you said material it's definitely not material it's more about the love in the home mm. but but teaching teaching the the hustle teaching the the strive and how to how to stay numb to life's ills man because life yeah. if you if you if you if you got a if you got a soft core i mean don't get me wrong we all got a heart. I hope we all do. You know what I'm saying? I believe I got a heart, but I got a wall around that shit that you gotta you gotta stay numb to to when life gets tough, man. Because yeah. life can break you if you don't. Then it's gonna break you. You know? Yeah. You gotta you gotta stop labeling things. There's no thing such thing such thing as a bad day or a good day. Just a fucking day. Keep yeah. moving forward. That's it. Yeah. You know, like I self talk, that negative yeah. self talk. You got to shut that shit off. Yeah, right? Just get that shit out of. Yeah, me. and like I, I, um, I, I just get up with my son. I just get up and just go to the park. Let's go live. Then, then I talk to him and show him things. Mm-hmm. Right, like that's living life. It's not. Yeah. I'm not trying to. 
um, sit him down and, and watch TV all day with. I, I want to live life. That's life. Let's go yeah. jump. Let's, let's go run. Let's go climb yeah. something. Yeah. That's that's the life you're supposed to live for. That's life. Yeah. You know, a lot of people in the pandemic, they really took uh, took it as uh, it's a long vacation. Let me sit down. I'm tired. Yeah. Most of us saw that opportunity is continue grinding. Yeah. And now building something for, for, for ourselves. Yeah, after a month, I started going crazy. Yeah. I was like, I got to do shit. You know, I got to do something. Yeah, and, and I mean, live the life that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Right? That's to each his own. You know, Best I, memories as a kid, man. Uh, riding bikes, man. Riding bikes through the city with my friends, you know. Yeah, same here. Now that now that I think about it, I wouldn't want my daughter doing that in, in this crazy world, you know. But it's like it was dangerous back then too, yeah. you know. But everything's a risk. Yeah, everything. Everything's is everything's a risk. Like, but you is that going to stop you from living? Yeah. Like, you know, you know, growing up, I, I thought everything like jobs and and. Everything was so secure, and they knew everything. Yeah, and they don't know shit. <laughs> no, no, man. life. Yeah, it's crazy. That's, but it's so inspiring too, because then you're like, you listen to these like people that are so are so called leaders. Like you listen to the the craziness that goes on, like the bullshit that they tell us, and it's just like, bro, I'm in control of my shit. Like, let me go out here and, and shut off all this shit that they're trying to control me with mm-hmm. and let me go do what I gotta do you know and it might not be immediate you know the the, the results might not be uh, instant gratification but mm-hmm. it's delayed gratification yeah. you know as long as you striving for that and you do and you're working towards it it's, it's bound uh, to happen it's life man it's it, it's all it's all how you see it you can see it beautiful or you can see a tragedy like yeah it's it's all about you know, you got to take control of you. Mm-hmm. Like you you got to choose what you want to eat, or what you know, mm-hmm. what you don't want to eat. Yeah. Like it's not when you hear somebody speak, then they're not always gonna say everything right. So you pick and choose where you want to, where you feel that 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 can help you, mm-hmm. and the others say you throw it out. Yeah. You know, pick and choose. You can pick yeah. and choose who you want to surround yourself with. You can learn. You can learn from anybody too. You can yeah. learn, even from somebody that's toxic to you. You can learn. You can learn something. You can learn yeah. not. That's not behavior that you want. Yeah, that's you're not like, oh, this is not for me. Yeah, you're moving. Yeah, and it's okay. Yeah, bro, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. We gotta do this again. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely down, man. We're down for the group conversation. Um, I'm much a, appreciated I, 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 for having. I'm working on. I'm working yeah, on uh, you. Uh, uh, you know, you hosting it, man. I, I appreciate that. Thank you very much, bro. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, I'm working on some uh, lost episodes. That, that that's a new series I started within the podcast. So, um, just to dive in some topics, right? Yeah. Have some diversity. So, I'm definitely gonna hit you up because you you got a lot to say. I enjoy that. Um, yeah. Once, once as again, long as we listen into each other, you know, that's the yeah. thing. I listen, but I yeah, it's here. I got it all. <laughs> listen it's all fun man it's try to understand one another listen i i did have 
a quick little 16 for you, man. I, it's like uh, yeah, a shout right. out. Yeah. If you want, if you want, I'll, I'll kick it real quick. Dope. Boom. Let's go. The, now, I got the Watcher instrumental. I don't know if you, if you want to pull it up or I can pull it up. I think you can pull it up. Yeah. I can pull it up and spit on the same mic. I yeah. should, it should sound okay, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Make them bars. <laughs> Needle wasted. Boom. Needle talk TV. Let's get it. Mm. Okay. Uh, chilling on the podcast with your boy Dio. It's King Needle with the flow so free. Every time in the stew, I make stew so free though. Ready for the strong. I go long with my libido. When it comes to the challenge of throne, they finito. Ease ho. Ay, bro, bracito. I must eat though. A beast in the east for sure. This is pure. Something stronger, let me know. I'm here to help you believe your dreams. Nothing is the obstacle. All for short, Nito. Mr. Gunner, make it touch my family. I beat your ass. You had it first, but I had it last. And that's the laugh. Spit enough fire to turn enemies to ash. Want to learn something? Then sit down for the class. It's King Nito and Dio. What more could you ask? Boom. Yo, that shit was fire. <laughs> Thank you, sir. That was um, fire. Like I said, it was a shout out to you. Thank you for hosting I, me, I'm man. A, I'm going to clip that up. I'm going <laughs> to promote that shit. First time everybody spit some bars here. Yeah, I was like, yo, let me just put something on there. Like I said, I'm back in the day, man, I had notebook after notebook, bro. I used to write. I used to love music. I respect that, bro. I appreciate that. Thank you. I shifted the hustle, man. I just took the passion and turned it into something. We're just conduits, man, and we got to put the juice into into some type of circuit. Facts, facts. Yo, that was dope. I appreciate that, bro. I love that. I love that. I thought you you would like it. I was like, yo, let me put it on there. That's crazy (laughs) because I've had, I've, I've had artists here and nobody's ever thought about doing that <laughs> i feel that dog I, I like that shit thank you thank you yeah man uh tell the people they can find you before we go yeah so all the tag need always stayed on everything ig uh twitch soundcloud i even got some old tracks on there from back in the day um but uh discord i'm really pushing as you see king Nito. i'm really going with this gaming i love gaming Deep down in my heart, it's always been a part of me. And uh, I love to incorporate the princess, a.k.a. my daughter, <laughs> into it later on. You know, get her get her going on here. And, uh, you know, if the queen wants to show up every once in a while, maybe she will. She's probably going to just be like, it's time to get off. That's all she's going to say. <laughs> but uh, now nah, you can check me on Twitch. I've been streaming five days a week on Twitch. Needle Wasted. Uh, it's also on YouTube, Needle Wasted. I'm going to be working Boom, in we'll subscribe. YouTube as well. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Have a good night, guys. I'm out.